podcast. And I'll tell you why. First of all, look, first of all, first of all, let's just look. It says, I wish a Karen would. That's what my shirt says. I wish a Karen would. I wish a Karen would. So uh, I think you're going to like what's happening here. I think you're going to like what's happening, especially my followers. But anyway, so with everything that's going on, with you can't even fucking post things without you know you can't post anything with covid vaccine shot fuck you can't even like party and say shot without you know the government posting something on our videos it's it's like we're turning into communists but you know it's kind of what i expected when uh biden won i mean everybody knew that's what was coming that's what they were for so anyway this is not a this isn't a political thing this isn't about right and left this is all about health This is going to we're going to talk about COVID-19. We're going to talk about vaccinations. We're going to talk about uh, some facts that I have been talking to some a lot of RNs, medical professionals, ER physicians, and I'm going to bring it to you and I'll tell you why this even came about um, and how this came about. And I'm probably going to get hot because I always get cold sitting here. But now that I'm talking, I got this jacket on looking all professional and shit. But anyway, we're going to stream this and we're going to, of course, make it on the podcast. Now, I wanted to say thank you. I was saying thank you to my podcast listeners. Seriously, because <laughs> my YouTube account is shut down right now. <clears throat> my YouTube account is shut down right now just because something that was posted un- as unlisted because it was pertaining to this shut us down until November. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. So I was like, you know what? One day I'll have my own servers and I'll be like that uh, that guy, that that conspiracy theorist, um, Alex Jones. He has everything on his own and I love that. He's got his own, it's like his own radio show, his own network, and it's all through his website and they can't fuck with him. He's got his own satellite servers and everything and I fucking love that. That to me is freedom. And it's why I started doing what I do. I, um, If you don't know about my story, you can go watch it at caseyship.com forward slash register. But ultimately, the entrepreneurial side of me, I mean, I've had businesses and been talking to a camera since I was knee out to a grasshopper. If those of you that aren't from the country, that's, you know, three, four, five. But I do have videos and proof that I was talking to a camera from the early ages of like six and seven trying to sell stuff um, to my membership. So this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I stepped into the health expert role. And so what I do is I help goal-oriented women uh, have it all. I show them how to have it all. And more importantly, how to get truly healthy, spiritually, emotionally, physically, and financially. Everything changes when they come here because it's a trauma-informed weight loss system. And that's why I have so much passion around this topic. And hopefully, you know, I normally I do Zooms where I can bring people on. But today, I, I, I think I should have um, an RN that's going to call in and give us some things um, that you'll you'll appreciate as well. But my intentions are this. Whether or not you are buying into the fear and you think that COVID-19 is, is so, which it is real. Look, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not real. I'm saying like the morbidity, the, 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 what everybody, what it's doing to the world and the shutdown and the fear, and it's causing sisters to pull apart, which is almost like the book of revelation coming into place. And it's like, cause it says that, you know, if, if you're, if you've ever read the Bible and it talks about this will separate, <clears throat> you know, uh, 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 parents and daughters and all this stuff. Well, really, I mean, it's a great thing. And uh, right now, and I, and I said this last year when the George Floyd thing happened, a lot of us got triggered and and I'm not going to lie. It got me going for about two days because 
collectively as an empath, we can feel what's going on. And then it's really hard not to get caught up in the martyr, in the victim mindset. And every time elections roll around, you know, any they always throw in emotional shit during elections. It is what it is. It's how they control you. Fear is a controller. If you don't believe me, look at religion, right? <clears throat> Fear is one way to manipulate and control. So they tried to get us on that. But with social media nowadays, people are coming together. People are coming together. You know what I'm saying? And like, hey, this really isn't, this is really what's going on. Media hypes everything up. And there's a saying called like media is the virus. And that's so true. And I did a poll yesterday on it. And I have, I have a lot of, of liberal people. And when I say liberal, look, I've got a lot of, lot of liberal views. I'm actually right in the middle. I'm not hardcore conservative because I'm not religious. And I don't care if you want to, you know, have fucking anal sex with your, with your gay pal. And you want to, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, not racist. I could give a fuck what color you are. If you treat me well and you love yourself and your energy's good, babe, I love you. So I'm not hardcore conservative and I'm not hardcore Democrat. I did grow up with a Democratic family um, and there were a lot of racism in this. They're very, you know, lots of hateful. <clears throat> if a person's different than them, they hate them. And I grew up in Democrat. My, my family come from uh, Tom Murphy. You know, he was the, what was he? I get Skip's dad's confused. Skip's dad was, uh, representative house representative tom murphy was speaker speaker of the house georgia right so i come from actually like politics in the family and uh he would probably roll over in the grave seeing me vote republican but uh i think he would have probably done the same thing if he saw what the fuck just came through which is here nor there look i think a lot of us feel uh tricked yeah I think a lot of us feel tricked because I think the whole I, politicians in itself, like fuck them, right? Long time ago, I pulled out of the politic game. Seriously. In 2008, I pulled out. I was like, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to create my own shit. Um, it's not going to affect me on a personal level. Taxes, I'll learn how to win with it. It's almost like that that fear thing. Like, <clears throat> I'm not going to fail because I don't see it that way. I'm always going to figure it out. And when it comes to success... We won't blow it. So it's like, let's go. So I think that the entrepreneurs are really going to hear me. But my intent for today is to bring in solid, just a different uh, solid facts and a different way of seeing this shit. Okay. Because I've lost a couple people recently, like that died um, after getting vaccinated and uh, enough's enough. Right. And then I had a little loud mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's buying into all the bullshit. And it's really brainwashed. Come up in my DMs. And here's, here's, here's what they said. Let me, let me just. Let me just tell you. I'm kind of like nervous because I've never done this before. Back, she said, I'll be damned if in an immediate emergency, the ICU situation for, let's say, my daughter has to be pushed aside for the 99% of unvaxxed COVID patients that are taking up the ICU and ER. That fucking sent me off like no other. First, I said, so wait a minute. Your daughter is sick. What happened? Because I know that the triage system is not fucking dead. Fact number one, what you're going to find out in this podcast, in this live stream is very interesting that I found out in the past couple of days. And I'm like, people have to know this, like what's actually fucking going on right now. So when she said that, and now, you know, um, here nor there. And then I saw another post, same thing. My grandmother went in and couldn't get in because of fuckers that's unvaccinated. I'm like, Ooh, you want to talk about what's going on with the world right now? It's that shit. Everybody last year that wanted to say, go put your fucking mask on because you're a grandma killer. Like, I can't even. That type of victim mentality is what's fucking wrong with this country. So today, here's what you're going to get. If you really want to know how to get healthy, 
I'm going to show you how I'm going to tell you how I'm going to show you how I'm going to teach you how I got healthy. And now if anybody wants to come in here, because I'm going to say the word fat, I'm going to say overweight, I'm going to say underweight and I'm going to say skinny. And if anybody wants to come in here and say that I am fat shaming my friend, that is your fucking personal problem that, that can be cleared out. Okay. That can be cleared out. If you want to run against me, let's pull out blood work right now. I will run my blood work up against you and my track record of I've got children, I've been married, and how many people I fucked over and how many people are happy with me, how many lives that I'm how many lives I'm changing and help not changing. I am allowing them to heal themselves because I don't heal people. I show people how to heal themselves. Let's run let's run a fucking muck, right? If you want to challenge me, let's compare blood work, sister. Let's see who drank fucking wine last night, right? And those of you that want to say I smoke weed, I didn't smoke weed last night. Matter of fact, I'm doing a fucking ayahuasca journey. That's fun, right? Uh, This weekend for the experience. And you can't, you can't, you're not supposed to smoke and all that. So yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, I can fucking say this shit. So here we go. First of all, when the lady sent that to me, do, and I still love her, right? I still love her because she's just being brain, she's just brainwashed. That's all. Her sister is a physician, which this is the type of family that thinks just because you're a physician, you're better than everybody and you're smarter than everybody because you're, you're like up here. If you're a physician, you're up here. That's what they think. That's all about money and what titles you are. That means you're more important. I can already tell they would say that I'm lying, but it's not, it's, it's, I'm fucking, I'm right on. This is the problem with, with people. The same type of mentality that's going to say that is the same people that's deep down a fucking racist. To me, that's the same energy. Is because they're saying, because you are not vaccinated, you are a fucking peasant and you do not deserve health care. That's the problem with America right now. That is hate. That is fucking hate. It is everything but love. And the elite know what they're doing. They're, they're, the media right now, mass controlling. That's why. why. Why do you think when anything that comes out that sounds fucking good and it sounds true gets taken down? What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Number one. Okay. But let's go back to the original thing that I was saying about last year. So 2020 came in. The George Floyd thing happened, right? Man, that got everybody going. Everybody going. Everybody going. Want to also make a disclaimer. Am I saying that police brutality, they, they treat people wrong that are black or white? Look. If a criminal, my brother is a criminal. My brother is going to go to prison this year. Period. End of story. He's a fucking criminal. He's a white boy. He's a white boy. Okay, if my brother was doing some shit and and a black cop was fucking around with him, even if it was like wrongdoing, guess what? My brother is a criminal. The streets are better off without my brother being on the streets. Seriously, your children are in danger if my brother's out on the streets. I love you, brother, but you need some fucking help. It's kind of a wacky thing and that it's what happens is because I do teach trauma informed shit is if you feel like a victim, my friend, then you are. If you feel suppressed, then you are. Can you please explain why Oprah and Tyler Perry are fucking billionaires and Rihanna and Puff Daddy? If black people were really oppressed. Why are they at the top? And I know the victim mentality is going to sit there. And tell me, wow, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm just some little white cracker, skinny girl. I don't know shit. I know what's up. But I also see the other side of the coin. 
because I grew up in, in severe trauma too. And a lot of black people grew up better than I did. Okay. So I feel like, and I've had, I've talked to people of all color and they say, yeah, Casey, man, that's whack. That's whack. Now, are there some white fuckers that are racist that truly do look at people because they're Indian or Asian or black and they think that they're better than them? 100%. But I'm not like that. To each their own. And I know that to make a true change, it starts within me. Not going out and and raising fucking hell and hating everybody else that doesn't think like I do. I mean, that's the whole that's the whole reason wars are created, okay? But when that happened last year, and then they put on COVID on top of it, right? Right when it came out, I felt like deep down, I felt like I was like, okay, this is some shit. I started, I started looking into it and, and, you know, if you don't understand about energy, you don't understand about channels and mediums and psychics, you really won't understand this because you'll think it's just hoopla. But deep down, like I had this inner knowing, I'm like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is not true. This is not, it's not true. It's just not true. And when everybody else was locked down, I was still going out. It was scary because, you know, you felt like you were going to get locked up. Um, I was still going out, walking on the beach and stuff. And it was just such a weird time. Um, But I was like, yeah, I'm not stopping. And I know people that's made it during times like this. So where's the opportunity here? And and then something hit me and it was like a great awakening. I knew it. I was like, this has been this has happened in history before this. We are going through a great awakening with all the pain and all the suffering and all the wrongdoings and everybody thinking that everybody's getting treated wrong and every everything's fucked up. And, you know, all this stuff. Really, what it is, is trauma. It's it's generational pain, because if you look at every single culture, we all have our own generational pain, even women. You know, hell, women just have come on the scene and and can wear a dress code and work, right? That's kind of a new thing, okay? So if you look at generational trauma, anytime something comes up like this, it's going to trigger people with that trauma. That's why a lot of white people came out and they felt guilty. A lot of the white rich women came out hardcore, really just stepping up and they felt so bad and really was stepping up for the oppressed. And I I talked to one of them, wealthy girl, Atlanta. She was big time just raising hell about this stuff. And she said, she goes, yeah, you know, she, I guess had never got to know I, I don't even got to know that side of things. And um, and she's like, yeah, it, it was a real thing. And it's sad. And it's this and it's that. It's poverty mindset. White, black, Mexican, Indian, doesn't matter. Poverty mindset. Just people were putting black people's, like they were just putting African-American on it. But it's, I know a lot of white people like that. I know a lot of, um, it's not just a, a black thing. And it's, it's a shame that we've made it a black thing now. But anyway, that's the thing. It's just the truth, man. Nobody wants to hear the truth or nobody wants to take responsibility for the truth. But anyway, she said it. She goes, yeah, it brought up the guilt. And I was like, exactly. That's the only, that's anytime something like that happens, it brought up your trauma, your guilt. If you have white guilt, baby, it's going to come out when something race, racism, race, racist flares up. And it was sad because I had some gals I went to school with because I went to school and it was very 50-50. There were as many 
I don't even know if like there was as many um, Mexicans. There was a lot of Hispanic people. Um, I mean, half and half. It was white and black. I mean, it was just not even a thing. And it was crazy because when I went out west, it was a culture shock. I was like, I feel too fucking white. I don't feel in place here. Like in Wyoming, I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. It was too many white people. <laughs> Nothing, not, not, not that anything is wrong with Wyoming and white people. It's just like that cowboy shit. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just felt I grew up in Atlanta. Okay. And I was like, you know, those skip being out here, it's where more Native Americans are, which was another thing that never gets attention. But poverty mindset, people don't understand poverty mindset. You can't give money to these people. You can't give anything to these people. You have to get yourself out of it. There has to be an empowerment, right? And handouts is not the way to do it, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, getting out in West and I, I saw that, I, I saw that no wonder, no wonder people think poorly about white people like black people would think white people think they're better they just have never it, there wasn't any black people out there seriously there there wasn't there was like one out of fucking a hundred i was like it was a culture shock to me so i was like okay so maybe maybe these white people grew up and they've just never been around black people and so then when something happens they really do feel guilty they feel bad they feel bad like guilty and all this stuff and it's bringing up all this trauma anyway just just I guess the reason I'm saying that is because I didn't know that there was places like that was just so uh, where they were truly the minority. I mean, I've heard that my whole life, but I didn't understand it because I grew up in fucking Atlanta where I feel like a minority. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, just to switch on things, if you if you're from the the like Midwest and stuff, it's it's crazy. So going out there, though, and being around all those cowboys, it was almost like COVID. What? Nobody wore masks. And everybody thought it was horse shit and everybody fucking hated Biden, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's like we're in a different country. And then you get around these inner city places and it's like, like a prison. Like people are looking at you like, you know, when Ace Ventura walks into the jungle and he sneezes on them or whatever. Like it, it was like you were in a different fucking country. And then the Delta variant came out, you know, and everybody got that. And the vaccines are pumping vaccines, 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 by the way. You know, Kamala and Biden, I remember them saying they're not going to take the shot. They're not going to do this. And they talk so much shit about it because they hated Trump. It was all about Trump versus them. Right. So now they're on it. Now they're like, oh, we need it. Now they're pushing it. Huh? Which I'm so fucking proud of the African-American culture. I'm so proud of the black culture for fucking questioning that shit. I'm so fucking proud that, that you were like, hell no. No. Why are they doing this? Why? You know, if it what? Why are they pushing for us to get the vaccine so much, right? Because if you look back and you, you've done the studies, because CDC won't post this shit. By the way, CDC, fuck the, the the person that runs that place. You know, they're all they're all part of the elite. And I know you're probably going to say conspiracy, but just go do the fucking paperwork. If you want to sit there and talk to your little your little stay at home mom friends that want to bitch about people that's unvaccinated, why don't you go do some deep dive fucking studies and see who runs these big organizations, right? So their goal, the 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 elite's goal is to control us, A, right? Because, hello, they want some slaves, man. It's way easier to have control over people if you, like, pay them and you keep them fucking scared and we're going to save you. We're going to save you. Politicians are all going to save you, you know. Um, take this vaccine and, you know, they make you, they manipulate you, make you feel scared to not get it. Matter of fact, they're going to take away your jobs if you don't do this. I'm sorry, my friends. That's the definition of a slave. So, and, and after I've had a couple friends die in their sleep after getting it, I know these people. Oh uh, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to fucking talk about it. We're going to fucking talk about it. They died of aneurysms in their sleep because of what it does 
uh, to inflammation. And none of this shit's getting leaked out. My, and, and it's still in a clinical trial. Now, I am not against anyone who gets vaxxed. It's just like, I don't care if you do anal and I don't care if you drink Coca-Cola. But I got a problem when I'll read you that message. I'm going to read it again. I'll be damned if an immediate emergency ICU situation for my daughter has to be pushed aside for the 99% of unvaxxed COVID patients that are taking up the ICU in ER. I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. That fucking entitlement, ignorant statement. That hypocrisy. It is hypocrisy. And so I said yesterday, here's what I said yesterday. Let me read it to you. Let me just read it to you for those that didn't get it. And if, you, if you're sending in comments, Vernell, can you see? Are they are they able to chat, um, Vernielle? You can send in a chat, and I'll see if I can read it. Okay, I said this yesterday. If you if you drink alcohol, eat processed foods, do drugs, think negative thoughts, skip out on exercise, don't sleep seven plus hours, you don't drink one hundred twenty ounces of water a day, and you don't take responsibility for your issues. By the way, your issues means if you feel like you've been done wrong. Take responsibility for it and look back and see maybe if you hadn't had a sleep or you haven't done this or you think rich people are bad or whatever, you know, it's whatever you think is going to be projected out, right? So it's really taking responsibility for your shit. Then your petty, ignorant opinion about vax segregation for who and who doesn't deserve to be treated equally when it comes to medical assistance doesn't fucking matter. You have fucking zero business speaking on the topic of health. Get out of the blame, fear, and victim mentality, and most importantly, get your head out of the media's ass, and the world will change for the better. And then I said, let me guess, you're thinking, who can actually live such a perfect life? Well, some people can, right? Some people can, and the fact that you can't and are choosing to put your health in the hands of the government doesn't mean that everybody else should be that you're scared and i'm sorry that you're living in a state of confusion but do not project that shit over here your time is better spent with the ones that's being hypnotized by the elite imagine a world where everyone stayed in their lane and took responsibility for their own health physical health financial and emotional health but they can't but here's why it's because y'all you, you, we cannot get mad at them it, you you should not argue with them i'm serious that you you, you, and I don't even want to say they're not even stupid. Like I've been them before. I have been that ignorant. Okay. I've been that ignorant before and talking shit about people that did not vaccinate their children. And then I've got a handful of friends with vaccine injury children where their little girl was a okay. And then after her, what is it? 18 month shot. She come out, couldn't talk, couldn't, could barely walk. And she still can't talk very well today. And she's in special needs. So until you have someone, you know, someone that's been had a vaccine injury, shut your fucking mouth. Okay. And so these little ritzy fucking Atlanta buckhead Betty's running around wanting to point fingers at everyone else. Let me tell you something. So I reached out and I talked to one of my friends that's an ER doctor. Renee said she's ready. I talked to one of my friends that's an ER doctor, and I got some cool news for you that you're just going to blow you away. By the way, at the end of this, I'm going to give you some supplements you can start taking, some natural supplements and some things you can actually do for your emotional health to not get so caught up in this and not be so scared, okay, and, and the real facts of it, the real godly facts of it, okay, about being human, just to rest your heart, rest easy, um, and also just 
uh, so that you you don't waste any more of your time on this shit. Okay, you got things to do. We got to move on. All right, let me tell her. Almost ready. All right. Um, where was I? Where was I? Okay, talk to the ER. My friend that's an ER doctor. And I was saying, all right, tell me the truth. Is the triage system dead? Because if you don't know what the triage system is, and I think it stands for something, trauma, y'all, I know the nurse is already saying it. And I worked in the hospital for a minute when I was like 19, 20, because I thought I wanted to be a nurse until I found out that the healthcare system was full of sick people. This was not being a medical assistant, being a nurse, you're taking care of sick people. You're not taking care of people that want to be healthy. And that really bothered me. Now, like, um, obstetric ultrasound and stuff like that. And, you know, cardiac. And that's what I said. Hospitals and doctors are phenomenal when you do have a life threatening illness or you've been in a car accident or you need your arm fixed. Other than that, your best bets to stay away from them. Doctors are phenomenal and that's, they need to stay in their own fucking lane, Western medicine. Okay. I've had to take Adderall before, no longer on it. Trauma informed healing. Um, I've been on SSRIs, you know, doctors do, they do what they know and guess what they're trained. They're trained to, oh, this is what's wrong. You fit this box. You get this medicine, you get this medicine. They're there to fix the problem. So if you don't want the problem in the first place, you have to take responsibility for your emotional health and your physical health. And I'm here to help you do that. I think moving into 2021, 2022 and, and on, and after this ep- pandemic thing, I think more and more people are kind of looking around going, you know what? I'm tired of going to all these fucking doctors. Like, I know there's something more. I know there's something here and I want to do it naturally. I love those people. I love that. So the triage system is, let's say there's three of us. And I remember I had friends that went to the fucking ER for like bladder infection. I'm like, why would you go to the fucking ER for a bladder infection? You're God. But they just don't know. They, these people, like I grew up thinking doctors were God. I grew up thinking that I went to the doctor every sniffle and got on antibiotics, everything. Um, you know, if you watch too, these babies, they go in, they get vaccinated and they have chronic ear infections and all kinds of illnesses. Oh, it's for daycare. Yeah, but it's also from vaccines. It weakens your immune system. Like it's a fucking fact. Like, I mean, that's what they do. But yes, they prevent like really, really bad shit, but you never, it's like a Russian roulette. You can do certain genetic studies to see if you are at a higher risk for getting vaccine injury. And you know what gets me too is talking about the, um, is it epigenetics? What's it called when they want to target a certain pop, certain uh, people in the population to like die, on, you know, they die off. You know, it's people think, thinking that Bill Gates is doing that, where he wants to, he wants some of the population to to die off. He's even said that on camera. And while, like, in a wild, wild way, I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying, but I think there, I got a problem when people try to play God. Like, and who who knows that maybe that's God coming through them. I just know that at the end of the day, it's survival of the fittest. And like right now, when I get run down. I'm at higher risk for getting sick. If y'all see me get sick, it's because, man, I just went too hard. <laughs> that's that's what it is. So if y'all see me sick, you're like, damn, Casey, sending you, sending you some rest. And then I get some rest and I'll be good. But we're all going to die. By the way, we're all going to check out one day. We are all going to die. These physical bodies will expire. So my job is to help you enjoy it as long as you can. And uh, have the most fun while you're in this meat suit. But anyway, the triage system, let's say we're all three sitting there. 
and she's got a bladder infection. I've I'm 85 and I've just got like old people syndrome. Like I haven't taken anything into uh, consideration about my health. I've eaten McDonald's my whole life. I've eaten soul food my whole life. I've just lived like my family the whole life. You know, I'm just old man. I'm in there. I got like, I fell, I hurt my hip and I'm hurting and I can't see. And I shit myself and I got a fever from somebody's grandma. Then I've got her over here. I got a laceration over here. Um, but it's actually not bleeding, but it's a small child and it is on the head or whatever. Triage says they're going to look at which one could lose a limb first and let them hang out because they're looking for who's going to lose their life first and they're going to take them first. That's triage. Okay. That system is not dead. The problem is understaffing and understaffing is happening for two motherfucking reasons. You want to know what they are? One that we're going to bring on Renee. She can tell you a little bit more about it. These agencies are coming in government agencies. We're still looking up who's behind them, but somebody, somebody, somebody's, somebody's in cahoots, baby. Cause they're coming in and they're paying these nurses like, crazy amounts like coming in man and like saying we're gonna pay this we're gonna do all this cool shit if you'll just come to us leave your hospital leave your doctor come to us so that's happening and then i posted yesterday of a nurse going in they're not firing because they can't legally fire someone for not getting vaxxed so they're like not giving them shifts so now these nurses aren't able to work because they're forcing uncle biden or whatever the fuck his name is can't stand that administration They're coming in, and who's to say if Trump was in or a Republican that they wouldn't do the same thing? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, at this point, I don't, when it comes to the money and the government, they don't give a fuck about us. I don't, I don't, I don't see it as they give a fuck about us because so far, my whole life, uh, they don't give a fuck about us. I just doesn't seem that way. So, and now, like, I mean, I've been the only part where I would say they gave a fuck is when like the loopholes I can jump through for insurance, healthcare. That's cool to not have to pay for that. And that's cool that when they do come in and can help a mother that cannot afford to feed her kids. Like I love that part about welfare. I do love that part. So I'm not saying that the government's all bad, but what if they were not there and you actually like, do you think we would still just be so easy to uh, not figure shit out if they were not there. Like if it was in the old days or something and you just had to like be street smart and like borrow money from a friend or actually learn how to make more money and get yourself out versus just knowing you could use the government. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm, it's not all black and white y'all. Okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's not all black and white, but the pe- the, these agencies are coming in and promising all these nurses, all this money. So that's short staffing. And then the fucking people are not giving these nurses shifts for because they're not getting vaccinated. That's the fucking problem. But they're not telling you that. You know why? Because they want these people that's all hyped up on the vaccination to hate the people that's unvaccinated to cause division. That's what they've always wanted to do. And that's what they will always continue to do. That's why there's left and right. Right. That's that's why they're that's why that's there. It's division. Okay, that's their whole fucking point. But that's why the the hospitals right now are understaffed. And it's not my fucking problem that your grandmother or your daughter is fucking sick right now. You know, it's like when my kid fell when we were on vacation and he had to get stitches in his chin. 
the I knew the ER was going to be packed. I'm like, great, this is going to be an all-nighter. Because, hello, that's what ERs always are. It doesn't matter if it's fucking bird flu, swine flu, H1N1, COVID, flu season. ERs are usually always fucking packed. Or where I'm from, they were. There's usually, like, druggies over here. Fucking people crying, talking to, like, some other realm over here. There's fucking somebody over here puking. There's a kid that's crying. Like, people, it just is what it is. And so I was like, this is going to be an all-nighter. Do you think I went in there and started looking around and going, oh, my kid's not going to get seen because all these peasants in here haven't been vaccinated? No. I was like, well, he's not bleeding, so technically we could wait. So we just go back and get some food and then come back to the place? We just need to check in because he wasn't bleeding, you know, wasn't a bleed out. Matter of fact, if another kid came in. And I've, and cause I do, I, I always look at the other little kids, man, come in or even, it's anybody. I always look and I'm like, fuck man, they're fucked up. I would eat. I would, of course I would let them go before us because my kid's fine. He's not, he's not, he's not gushing blood, but that's the problem. It's people that this entitled fucking attitude, right? That's what got me fired up. Um, <clears throat> but the triage system is not dead. So that is, that's facts. And then we're going to get talking about the, the obesity thing, but let me call Renee real quick. I want to get like an actual RN and she can tell us like a little bit more about it. Hold on. I mean, I, when I tell y'all money, I'm talking like she said $10,000 a week is what some of these nurses were getting paid to do nothing. Hello. Hey, you th- can you hear me? Yeah, are you on my? Are you on right now? Yes, yeah, you're on speaker. So what I'm gonna do is I've already told them about you, and I told them about the because I said the reason the hospitals are being understaffed right now is because nurses one agencies are paying nurses ungodly amounts of money for who knows what, and number two, they're they're forcing vaccinations. So can you speak on what you know about nurses getting paid to leave the medical facilities? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yo, are you a comic book fan, an MCU fanatic, or a self-described pop culture buff? Then you're my kind of people. My name is Botter, and I'm the host of the comic podcast, The Short Box, a.k.a. the best comic podcast this side of the multiverse. And since 2012, I've explored a wide spectrum of comics and pop culture topics alongside some lifelong friends. So regardless if you're a comic know-it-all or a new fan thanks to the movies, The Short Box Nation welcomes all. Tune in and join us every Wednesday for in-depth comic spotlights, interviews with the best comic creators in the industry and entertainment recommendations worthy of your time. Now tune in and check it out for yourself. Peace. So I don't, I know of one case specifically from firsthand knowledge and it was through um, crucial staffing and they're funded by FEMA and um, basically they had my friend that was, she was getting like $110 an hour, and basically she never even touched a hospital floor. All she did was um, sit in a hotel room the whole time. So she is, I spoke to her um, last night, and she's actually working now. She's still working for FEMA, but she's at a um, testing site now. So that's what it looks like happening as they're pulling the nurses. Um, I've had three calls. From three different nurses that are losing their jobs as of November 1st so because they refuse to get the jab. So it's basically you're 
you're removing all the staff from the hospitals. Um, they started doing it during COVID with the agency pay because um, they're paying so much more. So, of course, people are going to jump on it. But then you pay them and you send them in the hotel room. So now, you know, we can't. they can't keep doing that for very long. So they're still doing it, um, just not as much. But now the new thing is November 1st, everybody's putting these practices into place. And people are losing their jobs left and right. So I don't know how we're going to get through this, but somebody's got to help. And now just to let y'all know, so tell us about your, um, your work history, Renee, your RN, but where did you start? I mean, have, tell us what floors you've worked on and like your experience so far. So people aren't like, Oh, sh what is she? So, um, I graduated nursing school in 1998. Uh, I was 21 years old. I started on a med search floor. I did that for about a year and a half. And then I moved to the ER, which is really rare, but somehow I got to there. And I loved it. And I did 10 years of ER. I did um, about six or seven in New York. And then I came down to Atlanta and started working in um, Emory Johns Creek, Emory Dunwoodie, and I worked in their ERs. After ER, I was discovered by an OR um a plastic surgeon and he asked me to come run his OR so after that I went and I was a nurse administrator and I was responsible for running an entire plastic surgery center so um, I did OR, PACU, ran the place and then um, I'm also a mother of four children raising them um, I think that makes a lot of women experts on health and medicine and rights and things like that mm -hmm. so I graduated top of my class from North George University uh, top of my class, uh, I have two nursing degrees. I started out with my LPN and then got my RN. Um, I've been in the medical field for a long time. I've seen, you know, I've, I went from being programmed into a place where I was just compliant and I did whatever the hospital told me to do. I did what everybody told me to do until I got enough confidence in myself as a nurse. I started really understanding what was going on. And what I saw is that the healthcare system does but it was like what you said um casey they take care of the sick it's not health care it's sick care so the medicines that we put them on they always have effects and problems with it um just like medical errors and medical ne negligence a lot of those things are like that's the third leading cause of death in the united states is medical ne negligence so you know that's my history um I just, I've been studying COVID for the last two years now. Um, none of this makes sense to me. Um, just like I went through bird flu, I went through swine flu. They're both stars. They both came from China. Um, and this is just from a bat. It's just a different version of this. Is it a little bit, you know, more dangerous? Maybe. But I, I'd have to really sit back and compare the data from the bird flu, swine flu, and this you know, SARS epidemic or pandemic now. It was epidemic then. And I'd have to really like look at the numbers, but we don't have enough time yet to see what's going to come out. <clears throat> but, you know, it's just like our beds were full back then. You know, I remember working a week straight during bird flu. People were dying left and right. But the, in the media, they talked about it, but nothing to this magnitude. And there was no forced vaccines. There was none of that. So, you know, this is a worldwide thing. Everybody's, it's happening everywhere. And to me, it doesn't seem like it's about a jab or about an illness. It seems about, you know, freedoms and taking away those freedoms. Because even with this jab, 
you can't really vaccinate against a uh, respiratory um, virus. It, it changes so much. It mutates so much. Just like flu, you have to have one every single year. Now, I don't know if this is true, but if I was Big Farm and I had all this money invested in flu vaccines and then all every, everybody stopped doing them, then I would probably want to try to find a new way to make money too. One that was full of fear and scared, you know, like, you know, everybody wants this jab because they're scared of dying. So that fear has pushed them to go get this. Like the flu, people are like, oh, you know what? I had the flu vaccine, still got the flu. It's not worth it. Well, the same thing is going to happen here. We're still going to have breakthrough infections. You're still going to have, um, you know, problems with it. It's just that this vaccine is having so many more effects on people than any other vaccine has before. I think it was like Lexapro or something. There were beginning trial studies. Like they had like four to six people die. And they completely shut down the study. But yeah, we have thousands of people dying with this vaccine. And you're continuing to push it. And then you're not even giving us a choice whether to have it. And I don't understand how this is happening because in medicine, even with Nuremberg Code, anytime there's a risk, there has to be education and a choice and a consent to be able to do it. So I, I feel bad for these nurses that are just following orders. Just like the nurses followed orders putting babies on the veranda to die during the Nazi era. These nurses were just doing what they were told. Some of them believe, like, yes, this was euthanasia for those who are, you know, sick or feeble, like disabled kids. This stuff's been going on forever. Mm. So I, I just think that we need to open our eyes. We need to not take what's just fed to us. We need to research ourselves. But what's so sad is these people don't have the background to really pull in the knowledge that's out there. I have a young girl that I work with. She's probably 21. She's um, of Asian descent. She's a nice girl. I really respect her. And she's like, Renee, um, you know, I know that you are sick. Can you get a COVID test? And I'm like, no. I was like, I'm not going to get a COVID test. And if I have to have one to come to work, I'm not getting it. I said, I, I'm not going to be forced to do anything. She's like, well, you know, I lost two family members and I'm just really scared. And I'm like, I, I understand, but I'm not doing it. So I wasn't going to be forced to do something, but after they didn't, forced me to do it I started to really think about her right so here she is she's young she has no medical background she can only believe what's being told to her and she has her viewpoints where most young people are you know accepting of everybody having choice and freedom to do whatever it is that they want to do in life and that's that's great but her problem is she doesn't have the, the background to understand it or the experience of life like we have, where we've seen where the government has tricked us. We've seen where, you know, things have gone wrong. These young people don't have that. So it's up to the parents and it's up to people like us who see this issue and see this lack to keep communicating it to people. The, the truth of this whole matter, we don't know. We don't know anything about whether this vaccine's safe, whether this vaccine's actually going to work, and, and what the long-term effects are, we don't know. So my point in this whole thing is, if you want to get the vaccine, go ahead and get it. I'm not going to shame you for getting it. I'm not going to tell you you're stupid for getting it, because I don't know if you are. And that's the point. I'm not going to just go get something blindly without enough information. And I think that's what the whole point of this comes down to. And And it's really funny how this whole mandate came out right after the whole Afghanistan pullout. So I feel like it's a distraction from, you know, the real issues at heart. And we all just need to 
we need to continue to research, continue to fight, and continue to say no, because the more we start to comply, the more we start to lose our rights and start to lose, you know, our medical um, ability to make decisions. So, yep, amen. And then, as far as <clears throat> the morbidity rate, um, I've talked to some ER doctors, and they're like, hands down, it's the obese. It's it's pregnant, some pregnant women, but mostly overweight, unhealthy people. And the recovery rate, even if you get COVID, is very high. The recovery rate's very high. Can you share what are some things that you know? can get like we were talking about lowering the inflammation Motrin and Tylenol because this virus it responds to uh, uh, inflammation that's why everybody was dying when they were put on ventilators can you educate us a little bit about if you have it hey here's what you do so from when when it first started okay so it's a, a few things when you start experiencing symptoms of any kind of illness you need to be proactive you need to get extra fluids you need to get vitamin C. You need to get zinc. Vitamin D is a big one. But if you don't go outside with vitamin D, you will not absorb <clears throat> vitamin D because you need the sun to do that. So, you know, it's kind of funny. They wanted us to stay inside, too. And especially the people that were getting really sick were vitamin D deficiencies. So that was one scenario. So you want to start getting proactive, like antivirals, if you can, you know, if they have those available to you. You know, there's a lot of different treatments out there, but mainly just good health, right? And then if you have any pre-existing conditions, stay healthy. Sleep. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure you're getting enough water. Lower sure stress. Exercising. And then the worst thing you can do if you get COVID is not move. So a lot of people are getting what's called ARDS. So it's not really, you're pretty much starting with a virus. The virus turns into bronchitis, bronchitis turns into pneumonia, pneumonia turns into ARDS. So I think that the reason that a lot of these people are getting ARDS is because they're putting them on ventilators, they're turning the PEEP up on the ventilators super high, and they're saying they have to do that because they have, their lungs are so full. Because when you have ARDS, it's basically like having a sponge, right? If you take a sponge and you push air through it, if it's dry, you'll feel it on the other side, right? But if it's wet, it's going to stop that transmission, right? Well, that's kind of what happens with lungs is it's like a sponge. It gets filled with water and it gets, you know, it's not able to process the oxygen back and forth. So what happens is these people are not moving because they're in these rooms. And initially, the nurses and doctors really weren't even going in these rooms from the information that I got. They were putting them on ventilators. They put the ivy poles outside the room. They changed their meds outside of the room. I mean, one girl had said that somebody was covered in feces that had been there probably for a few days. So there's a lot of neglect going on because there's so much fear. The nurses are even scared to go in the room. But if you just take somebody who has pneumonia and you lay them down all day, they're not doing coughing and deep breathing. They're not moving their body fluids around. They're going to get big, thick gobs of phlegm that sit in their lungs and that's what our ours is so when that happens you have no lung capacity to oxygenate uh, oxygenate blood so they put you on what's called ecmo it's where basically it's a machine that is basically living for you until your lungs have time to heal but if you got to be doing you know compressions on the back um if you do get a cold or the actual cough part of the new variant um cup the back start from like the butt and work your way to the top of the um, neck on the back, but cupped hands. It's called cupping. You can look it up on the internet. And that's a big um, help for people who have this because it keeps them from getting arts. 
I think the worst thing that you can do if you get COVID is to go to the hospital because they're quick to put you on a ventilator. And I just don't think that the ventilators are the answer to this. I think, you know, doing what we do for pneumonias, coughing and deep breathing, instead of spirometry, cupping, um, oxygen therapy, respiratory therapy, Zithromax, just for to treat pneumonia. Oh, you can't. Now, talk. What about ivermectin? Now you can't even get ivermectin because that will clear it up. But now you can't even get it. You, I know. So I don't know how it works. I don't have enough knowledge based on how it works. But I do know that there was an agent scientist that was studying um, cancer cells in dogs. And her dogs all got worms. So she had to treat the worms, right? She had already injected the cancer cells into the, the dogs. But to continue her study, she had to get rid of the worms. She gave them ivermectin, and then all of her dogs were rid of the cancer that she injected. So she started testing ivermectin and cancer treatments. But, you know, that's not going to make money, so that doesn't make sense. I don't know. You know, I wasn't involved in the study or anything like that. And I don't know really why the ivermectin's working versus other things. I don't have that enough knowledge to share that. But a lot of people are saying they're using it and it's working. And then they're making up like all these stories. So anytime you see a story that's against something and it's proven to be false, you want to look deeper into why they're doing that because that's probably your cure. Um, oh, wow. You know, there's something called PRP out there, which is where we use blood stem cells. They're using that on lung tissues to restore, you know, uh, lung capacity. They can use it on any part of the skin, but they don't really talk about that. Same thing with like liver cirrhosis, things like that. You can always reverse um, skin death and cell death with um, stem cell therapy. So I don't really know what's the whole going on, but I feel like we're being distracted. Yeah, 100%. And, I'll, and one more thing, and I'll let you go, and I appreciate you so much. Renee actually got on the phone because um, she was transitioning because she's now a what, – what would you call your current position? My what? What would you call the work you do where you work on, like, you know, people's faces and, and all that, do PRP? What is it called? I'm an aesthetics nurse. Okay. And uh, she, her thing was she felt she was she was crying. She goes, Casey, we took an oath, and I, I couldn't handle – I wasn't helping these people heal. And um, that's what we're that's what this whole message is about, about, you know, doctors and in hospitals and all that. They're not going to make you healthy. Like she just said, if you get covid, you're not going to die. Stay at home, get healthy. Hospitals is probably the worst thing you could do. But when when should they go in? Should they, um, they can buy a pulse oximeter at a CVS. Right. And, and, yeah. and tell them when do yeah. they go in? So anything above 95 percent is considered stable. Right. Um, so if, even if you drop down to those areas, do things like the coughing and deep breathing to get it back up, you know, monitor it. But if you're having like trouble breathing, shortness of breath, chest pain, things like that, where you're at your end and there's no choice but a ventilator, that's when you need to go in. That's Those are the people that need to go on ventilators. But I think that people are getting vented too early and that's what's causing some of this trauma because there's putting the peep so high on the ventilators it's collapsing alveoli and so when i asked about it they said they have to do it because of the arts but if you start lower and you do the other um treatments like the incentospirometer the cupping and the antibiotics and those things you can prevent having to get on a, a vet but because this is so unknown and nobody really knew about it when it came out they're just trying to do the best thing that they could but it just there's some when it comes to fema that's where I'm getting uh -huh. concerned. Yep. 
Yep. And and that's what she's saying. FEMA and all these people, they're they're the ones that's paying these nurses to come out of the hospitals, right? This is what I'm I'm fishy about too, Renee. I'm wanting to know who's behind that paying them to come out and, and creating the shortage. So yeah. Well, cool. Well, there's a lot of them that are doing it. Um, but I know like um crucial staffing is a FEMA um a FEMA run um organization. And I know Erin VSN, she's really loud and proud about this stuff on the internet. They actually fired her from crucial staffing because of her stance, basically. Wow. So she got fired because of her IT. And and everything that Erin's putting out, I I fact check her. And I haven't found anything wrong yet. So, you know, the nurses and the doctors that are on these front lines that are speaking, that's what we need to be listening to. Not the CDC, not the NIH. We need to li- be listening to these frontline nurses and doctors that have the actual view of what's going on. And then the problem is some of these hospital nurses don't have enough education or experience or know-how to really know what's going on. So they're just going off what they're fed through the hospital. They're not actually doing their own research. So some of the doctors and nurses are awake and aware of what's going on. And some of them are just still asleep because they're not concerned enough about it or putting the effort in or researching it to understand it. And then you can't expect the layperson to understand the stuff. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. And then, like you said, you know, there's nurses around right now saying that people should be denied health care. And that's all drama. We already went over that. But now, do you have any any suggestions for the nurses out there that don't want to take um, the vaccine? Because we can say vaccine. I won't get I'm on my own live stream um jobs you know where can they go find jobs so the problem it's going to be hard for them to find jobs to be honest like i've had probably three or four emails just today um saying hey you know somewhere i can work i mean i'm kind of safe because i work in smaller um facilities now i work you know med spas and stuff like that so i mean they need to start looking out, out elsewhere they need to link up with other doctors create urgent care centers for the unvaccinated because i hate to say it but here we go jim crow it's instead of dividing us by race we're dividing us by vaccines now so this is the new jim crow they're gonna have these you know facilities and the only thing we can do to protect ourselves is to create our own you know create our own places of employment link up with these doctors who have the same values link up with these nurses because you nobody else is going to help you right right well, I appreciate it so much, um, like more than you know. And then where can they where can they follow you if they want to start following you? Because she's in Atlanta. She's Atlanta-based. She works on celebrities and everything um, top-notch. I used to use her on my face and for my PRP when I lived in Atlanta. What's your handle, Renee? It's Renee, R-E-N-E-E, Dries, D-R-I-E-S, official with two Fs at Gmail, or not Gmail, sorry, at IG on Instagram. Okay, got it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. I was going to add you one more thing. I'm going to okay. send you an article. Um, be careful with testing. Make sure you know, um, go to a private testing center because uh, there is an article. I'm going to give it to Casey. It's called, uh, it's about COVID. It was written in June, uh, June 12, 2012. And it talks about COVID and nasal inoculation. So I'm not completely um, convinced that these testing won't be our new vaccine. So the, the actual um, article talks about um, it's not a good idea because it's causing what's called alarmins. So there's a spike protein on the vaccine that actually will react with your immune system and make it attack itself. So the guy in the research said this isn't a good idea. And then the other thing was is that what they found in this article with the nasal inoculation vaccine type is that, uh, and it's about COVID. 
it says COVID straight in the text. So you'll be able to see all that. And it talks about nasal inoculation and that it's not truly working, the, the vaccine particle, and that it's going to give people a false sense of security. So they basically said, yeah, after doing the research, this isn't recommended. So I'll send you that um, so you can post that on your uh, okay. on your stuff so that people can read it. Because it actually kind of describes, like, how the vaccine works, how this works, what the alarmants are, and, you know, that kind of thing. So Did you thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for bringing awareness to this. I'm... I cry almost daily because nurses go through a lot of crap already and they're losing their jobs because they want to protect their own health. So it's kind of sad right now. And we're going to need everybody to help to, cause it, it's not going to end with us. It's right. going to trickle on down. It's not going to stop with healthcare. Yeah. Look at Australia, look at France, look at um, China, look at Canada. Like we're not far behind them. The whole world's waiting to see what we're going to do because they're waiting for us because we actually have a constitution that will support us. Huh. So, right now, don't know what the next three years will be like. Did you see where the Pfizer, uh, I don't, whatever you call him, the, the chairman, whatever, Pfizer said he does not support the vaccine? Yeah, he hasn't even gotten it because he can't. If he, I mean, this, I'm telling you, this is going to be just like the Nuremberg trials. Like you cannot coerce people into getting something it is medically unethical. When I have something that's going into surgery, I have to give them every contra uh, contraindication of what might happen, any kind of um, side effects, even down to death. And these people have to sign these consents with all that knowledge, right? So if they, if I give them that consent and they decide, they don't want it, they can refuse it. And there's nothing that needs to be said. That's what we're taught in nursing school. If somebody refuses something, that is the it. There's no more discussion. That is their right. And now it's been ripped from us. And that was the number one thing they taught us in nursing school. Now, do you think this is, do you think if, is it, is it a, a Biden Obama administration thing or who's to say that if even Trump was in, that it would have been the same situation? Like what what's your just opinion on that? I think this is bigger than our presidents. I I agree. I yeah, I don't think I don't think Trump really knew what he was doing. I think he was going off of whoever was feeding him and stuff. And I think he wanted to help the people, and he thought that this would help. Um, Biden, on the other hand, I have different views on that because the information's out and the knowledge is out, and you're not responding, and you're making things worse. So I I don't think that this is a presidential thing. I think this is like a Federal Reserve new world order thing mm -hmm. i mean i don't know why people think this is such a conspiracy theory they've been talking about new world order since reagan was the president like i grew up listening to about new world order and bush he was like head of it bush oh. wanted it bad so i think we need to really like look at what's going on and i mean if you look at things the great reset new world order this would be it yep 100 well thank you so much i love it we'll no talk problem. we'll talk to you soon all right see you bye, -bye. Yeah, so you heard that, and I've got a list of supplements that you could get on now that's going to help your immune system, because right now here, it's all about immunity. Um, I, this is what I specialize in, is lowering and decreasing viral loads, okay? Because I work, I specialize with women with autoimmune diseases and things like <coughs> Epstein-Barr flare-ups. But before I get into that, one more thing from the ER physician. Um, she's working in, is it uh, Alabama, okay? And she said she has seen a 100-year-old people walk out of the hospital with COVID fine yet she had a 29 year old that was in uh, intubated yesterday super morbidly obese I've admitted two in the past week that were obese 
obese, oxygen okay. I just knew they were going to do poorly. I sent I sent home the next day, back in two days with res- in respiratory distress. There almost seems to be um, a personality component. I hate to say lazy, but if you're that type that's going to lay around in bed and don't when you don't feel well, you're not going to do well. That's from an ER physician. And she said it's been the most stressful thing in her life having to send people home. They're understaffed because of all this shit going on. People's being paid to yank out the nurses and and, and everything else and enforcing the vaccines because everybody's scared. and They truly think you're going to die. The recovery rate. Go look on the fucking website. The recovery rate is so fucking high. And don't, you know, fear itself will feed it. Fear itself is what we should fear. What if it did not what if it wasn't even a big deal? What if it was just another virus? Right? What if it was just a, a, a flu? Matter of fact, when it came out, one of the physicians I worked with, he goes, dear God, if they would, they could have just called this the flu C and we would have been, wouldn't been shut down. Y'all, this is much bigger than this measly little fucking virus that's causing everybody to, to, to go crazy. But you saw that right there from an ER fucking physician. And I know her. She's a good chick, man. She's a mom and everything. And she said, The personality component is lazy. I'm looking here at other stories where they're like, oh, so-and-so died because they had COVID. They look like they have never even, even considered changing the way they eat. So I would love to know what you have to say about it. Um, I'm going to give you some steps on what you can do to help your immune system and to get in the know. And I'll tell you what I did when we all caught the variant. All right, here we go. Get you a pulse oximeter there at CVS. Um, I don't even know how much they are. If it gets below, like she said, a 95 or 93, sure, you could go in. But what I did is when we get sick, I hit it hard with Mucinex. Try to make sure there's nothing additive. Like try to get the Mucinex without a bunch of shit and filler in it, like the red dye 19 and stuff. Um, Take a lot of it. You know, you can get some of it that's like 1200 migs, but make sure you get you some organic Pedialyte or the liquid IVs. They're in my toolkit if you don't have that in kcship.com. You can take those. Tons of electrolytes in there as well. And you're going to need extra water when you take this mucinex because it dries you out, right? Like she said, hitting hitting you on the back, coughing, you know, productive cough hitting on the back. Um, and then also, this is interesting. When my kid got sick and I was actually thinking of taking him in, you know, my kid's never been to the doctor for a sick visit and he's six. And, um, I was in just such a fear state. We were all sick and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. And, and I needed just we needed to be gone. It had been two weeks now. And uh, one of the physicians was like, which my husband actually got into it with her when we had to go to a well visit to get him in school. By the way, if you don't want a vaccination for your child, get a religious exemption form. Those still work because of our Constitution for what, what little bit we have left. Um, and then. You can get a religious exemption form. So ask around at your local health department for religious exemption forms because your children can go to school with those. Um, Some daycares won't allow it, but most public schools will. Um, Some chiropractic offices, some of them do it. They're not telling you this on the news because they don't want you to know about the loopholes. Religious exemption forms. Get those. That way you don't have to get your child vaccinated. Y'all, I've said it over and over. We've lost two. 20 and 23 died in their sleep. Okay. Come on. Same thing with Gardasil, man. Go look at all the shit that's happened after Gardasil and what happened, uh, what, what it has caused in a lot of these teens after they get the shots. Just start looking into this shit. If anything that's good about this right now is that most people that were 
pro-vaccine are now looking at it like, hmm, maybe I need to start looking into this shit and reading up on stuff. All right. Read the pamphlets. So here's some things. Another one of my friend, Kim, she'll let me tell her name. She's a she's been an ER nurse. Um, she's in Georgia. She sent in the list right here that says aspirin. OK, but my story. Sorry, ADD got me my story. And I'll give you this list. The doctor that my husband got into it with at the at the pediatrician because she tried to give us health advice and she looks like shit. She looks like shit. And yeah, if you're overweight, I've got a problem with that person telling me how to get healthy. Like I said, I'll run I'll run blood work to blood work and then we'll we'll see who can exercise who out exercise who and who can eat better. And I, I guarantee like I'm let's go. She's it's 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 pathetic that these people are doctors and they're supposed to be a representation of fucking health, but they're not. They're sick. They're sick people. They take care of sick people. I love them, but take care of fucking sick people. Don't try to tell me how to get healthy because you clearly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. My husband told her that and um, it kind of got ugly. But anyway, next I call my physician because when you work with us in hot moms, you get access to my physicians. My physicians think like I do. Not saying that I am God, but I am a health expert, even though I'm going to die one day for who knows what. I've transformed my health in thousands of other individuals when they have been going to doctors their whole life, wondering what's wrong with them. The physicians I've partnered with are a godsend. These physicians are true healers. They use Western medicine, but it's not, not as the answer. They believe in natural stuff. And she told me, she goes, COVID and every variant. It, it whatever it does to the inflammation okay she said keep the inflammation down motrin and tylenol motrin and tylenol motrin and tylenol my kid got better i mean it, everything cleared up everything did because i was trying to listen to what everybody else said oh let me just see how high his fever would get if it's not 103 or two i just won't do it no he got so much better so motrin tylenol um, I actually have injections that has glutathione, vitamin C, echinacea, B12, and um, what's the other thing we take? If you have anything like a cyclovir or Valtrex, there's some Virex drops. It's on my toolkit on caseyship.com. Uh, everything, anything that will decrease viral load. Um, is it, uh, I mean, you could do coconut, oregano. Uh, there's some essential oil. There's so many things you can do during the flu season to, to minimize this stress. I cannot tell you. Anytime stress is up, our immunity goes down, okay? So when you're watching all this shit and you're watching it, you're getting scared. Whenever you feel confusion or fear, that's when you are putting yourself at risk. And I was so triggered uh, two, three weeks ago after we came back from that trip. School started and then we got sick. I was very, very triggered because a lot of our parents, and especially right now, are flipping the fuck out when anybody gets sick, you know? So don't discount what stress, emotional stress, is doing to our immune systems. That's why these women that I see come in with PCOS and all these autoimmune diseases and they can't lose weight and then they're just stressed out and they're money, having money trouble. I'm like, baby, you have been overstressed your whole life. You grew up in chaos. That's why trauma-informed health works and it always will work. So here's the pack. Thank you, Kim Smith, uh, ER, ER nurse in uh, Georgia and Renee, Dre I say dries, Dries. So Kim said aspirin, 81 migs. I guess BID is every other day. I forget. I'm 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 scra um, scrappy on my uh, not scrappy. What's it called? I don't know what word is on my on my medical terminology. Okay, zinc, 50 migs daily. 
I can't pronounce this next one. C-E-T-I-R-I-Z-I-N-E. Citrazine. 10 milligrams. Okay. Uh, this is another one. Fam, what is it? Famotidine? I don't know. F-A-M-O-T-I-D-I-N-E. We will make this into a blog. I'll just put this up on a blog post on my site, okay? Uh, the next one's vitamin C, of course, uh, 500 mg. Okay, NAC, y'all have heard of that before from, you know, bodybuilding days. NAC, 600, it says G, there ain't no way. Grams, there ain't no way, it has to be MG. Uh, two tablets, okay, NAC, vitamin D, 5,000 a day, looking at 40 bucks, all right? Now, we use the vitamin D. I recommend the vitamin D that we use. It's in the toolkit. 50,000 IUs, you take it once a week. Once a week, a lot of people that think their testosterone's low or that think their cholesterol's high, it's always usually from their testosterone being low and their vitamin D being in the shitter. So uh, I'll repeat it again. Aspirin, zinc, the citrazine, C-E-T-I-R-I-Z-I-N-E, the F word, F-A-M-O-T-I-D-I-N-E, vitamin C, N-A-C, vitamin D. That's 100%, 100% awesome for COVID. She said you can't even get NAC on Amazon anymore. Like, you see what I'm saying, y'all? You don't think we're in some shit? I'll kiss your fucking ass. It is way beyond who's the president. It is way, and that's the thing. Right now, it, you know, pointing fingers at a president is pointless. This is way beyond. He is a puppet. This is way beyond that. We've got to wake the fuck up, man. We've got to wake the fuck up and get healthy and stop putting our health in physicians hands it's not their it's not up to them them or pfizer or fucking whatever all they most of the time what do you do create a problem create a problem provide a solution that is marketing that is fucking marketing so lose fucking weight pull back on the wine and on the whatever it is that's making you want to go to these things and the sugary shit that's what needs to be addressed trauma-informed health care Trauma-informed health, trauma-informed weight loss, okay? Woo, world would be a better place. All right, I think that's about all I wanted to cover. Um, so I really appreciate uh, my friend that popped in my DMs with that with that comment about the unvax. I really do appreciate it because look what we were able to do. And if I can help save one more life from someone that's, that's going to choose to get healthy instead of taking the vax, then, hey, I'm down for it. And not everybody has uh, had negative effects from the vax. If you look at my... Facebook profile, my personal one, Casey Addison Ship. I made a post and I was like, hey, if you've got the jab, please um, share in the comments what your what your results were, because it's important that we talk to people that's who, who's around us. That's why I think the shutdown was a big deal, because they didn't want us to get out and talk to everybody. You know, it was at the same time they signed the fucking 5G thing, too. So a lot of shit didn't make fucking sense. But anyway, if you get out and you talk to people, you start going, huh? Wow. So you didn't, you, wow, you, you would think that the, the way the media talks is way different. And if you look on my comments, over 50, like if, if there's 100, okay, which there were like 100 and something, if there's 100 comments, over 50 had vaccine injuries. And a lot of times, you, know, you just got to look at some stuff like that. Man. You, just gotta, you, you can't discount that, okay? And for most people, it's just like, it's just like any other vaccine. You never know. It's like Russian roulette. So please, before you just, you do that, um, know your rights, 
pray and do the energetic work to attract a new job. You know, during times like these is a time that you get to choose differently. Maybe this is maybe this is a sign that you need to change directions. Maybe this is a sign that you need to start your own thing. You know, I said today I told Skip, I was like, dude, how fucking cool would it be if doctors got their head out of their ass and turned into entrepreneurs and like created had their own practice and could do whatever they wanted? Do you know how fucking cool that would be? That would be really cool. So if you're a physician and you're watching this or you're a nurse or whatever, you're NP and you want to know how to build your business, dude, let's roll, baby. I can help you go so far. I don't know the medical whatever, but if it, when it comes to online marketing, setting it up, confidence, uh, I got you. I help a lot of people set up their businesses online. So, yeah, I, I would love that. For You know, plastic surgeons do it, right? You go to a plastic surgery office. Like they do it. I don't know how insurance will be covered, but dude, I, there's a will, there's a way. And if we get enough people that are free thinkers and that that truly believe in healing, I think that uh, I think we're on to something. So just remember, if you start to get scared, okay, it's okay, but please um, don't watch the news. And you can feel free to contact one of us, get in the group to people that are think like minded that aren't gonna shun you for not doing it. Um, and uh, let's get you healthy. All right. Talk to you soon. It's been real. CaseyShip.com. We will do more of these. If you need, if you have any questions, send it in. Um, support at HotMomsLifestyle.com with a Z. Talk to you.